What is it about a woman being unapologetic about her dreams and her drive, operating in excellence and having high standards that people find so intimidating? Don't wilt, sis. Bloom with opulence anyway. Welcome to the Crowned Opulence Podcast with me, Cassandra Alexis. I am a marketing strategist, coach, and consultant, and the CEO of Opulent Outcomes Coaching and Consulting, but you can call me your Chief Empowerment Officer. On Sundays, we talk about the hard, messy, embarrassing, yet necessary things that we don't often talk about enough with each other as a Black woman. You know, those things we think we're the only ones experiencing, so we don't share them for fear of being judged just like you would at Sunday brunch with your girls. And yes, the mimosas are included on each episode. I'll let you in on a secret. You're not alone. We are our sister's keeper in the crowned opulent society. Then on Wednesdays, we'll talk business and goal crushing. I'll help you get the outcomes that you desire in life and business by showing you how to silence self-doubt, tune out the naysayers, Optimize your assets, own your opulence, and market your value. Sis, it's your time to be unapologetically opulent, and we're here for you. Let's get to it. Hey, lady. Over the past few weeks, we talked about living your life like a business, being unapologetically opulent, and the importance of knowing your identity and shining your light regardless of those around you that want to dim your light. Today, we are talking about the importance of networking and building your board of directors. Networking is the exchange of ideas and information among people with a common professional interest. This could be either in a formal or informal setting. Networking could happen at a dinner party, an alumni meeting, a conference, or someplace else. The connections that you have in life are important. They could make or break you. Having the right connections with people will help enhance your career growth and position you in different areas of your life. One day, I was talking to a friend of mine who wanted to make a career change. She complained about an organization that gave her a job opportunity because of her background and past associations. I explained, this is how the world works, good or bad. If you talk to any career strategist, they will tell you it's good to apply for jobs through various job boards and platforms, but most jobs are filled with people who have some sort of connection within the company. As the saying goes, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Take dating, for example. Would you be more comfortable going on a date with a person that has been vouched for by someone that you know? or a total stranger? I'm sure your answer won't be a total stranger. It's the same with a job hire. Companies prefer to hire a person who has been recommended by someone whose opinions they hold in high regard, rather than a random person who submits her resume through LinkedIn. We, however, sometimes forget that pretty much everyone we know at some point was a stranger to us. 
We make connections with them. Likewise, networking. You meet a stranger who shares the same professional interests with you or who works in a business field similar to yours. You strike up a conversation and hit it off from there. That's kind of what the whole networking process is like. Our connections with people open doors to things that we may not otherwise have access to. When we network, we have a chance at landing our dream job with more ease, meeting new clients, and possibly creating prospective lifelong partnerships. Networking isn't something that we are always comfortable doing. Meeting new people and trying to create a sort of relationship with them could feel a little bit like an extreme sport. For the longest time, I hated networking. It felt fake. I could be introduced to someone and within two minutes, couldn't even tell you what their name was. I am not one for small talk about the weather or other random things. Aside from feeling like it was fake, I felt like I was using the person. At my former company, networking was a huge thing, but for me, it felt wrong. My initial thought was, I would never talk to this person on my own. So to set up coffee or lunch for the sake of advancing my career didn't sit well with me at all. That was until I understood the importance of networking better and how to approach it. Before I go any further, let me point this out. Networking isn't the easiest thing to do, especially if you are an introvert like me. Finding a common ground with a total stranger, even if you do have similar things in common between the two of you, can still be difficult and uncomfortable. Traditionally in our culture, we have been taught to not bring attention to ourselves to keep our business to ourselves, and to not trust others. Networking goes against this principle in so many ways. Oftentimes, you need to share parts of yourself, background, experiences, interests, and sometimes even some of your plans or high-level ideas when networking. Many times, networking wasn't among the conversations that were discussed around our dinner tables growing up. Many of our parents may not have understood the importance of it, or were not in a position to do so in their own lives. Networking for them may not have gone beyond their own inner circles with people in their neighborhoods or churches. For those that did understand the importance of networking, having access to the right groups of people may not have been readily available or as accessible as they would have liked. This is why we need to get outside of our comfort zone and find those career-changing opportunities. Like I said earlier, Networking made me feel fake and like I was using people. This was not until I understood that it was more about sharing than taking. When done correctly, it's about building a relationship. Thus, it should be with people that you want to nurture a relationship with, a relationship that is beneficial to both parties. Yes, these relationships sometimes take time to grow, but they don't always have to. I have had experiences where I connected with people with whom I hit it off right away. For some, it was a slow build, and for others, nothing ever came of the relationship. They're all okay. There is no right or wrong way to go about it. Both in my corporate career and in entrepreneurship, I have had many opportunities presented to me because of my network, including the creation of this podcast. Getting out of your comfort zone and talking to a stranger, like I said before, isn't always the easiest. Take baby steps if you need to. Network in a more one-on-one setting instead of large networking events. 
Figure out how the person can influence your growth. Share information that is only necessary for the conversation. Prepare a few go-to questions if the conversation stalls. Here's a hint. Let them talk about themselves. People really like talking about themselves. When they talk about themselves, you get to listen. You learn more about them and you take some of the pressure off of yourself. Another thing that you can do to build your connection is creating your own board of directors. These are people that more than likely won't be your closest of girls or your family members. As with a business, the company's board of directors helps to make strategic decisions about the company on behalf of the shareholders. Similarly, your board of directors is a group of people that you have in your own life to advise you in making personal and business decisions. No matter how smart, successful, strong, or resilient we are, we don't always know everything, nor are we meant to go through life alone. Why not lean on those that may have more experience in various areas to give you insight as you make those life and business decisions? It may save you a few stumbling blocks and help you to arrive at your destination a little faster. Members of your board will probably not be your closest girls or family. You need people in your corner who won't be afraid to give you some tough love and tell you the truth, especially when you don't want to hear it. Building a board of directors isn't as difficult as it may sound. It's a concept that I have subscribed to for quite a while. It's something that my mom introduced me to early in my professional career, and I have found it very helpful navigating both my career and life as I have had to make tough decisions relating to job opportunities, relationships, my business, and podcasts, just to name a few instances. Your board of directors should also serve as a connection between you and people who will extend your network. Here are a few types of key roles that you should have on your board. A connector. They are well-connected with people in different stages and places. They will help to introduce you to people who will positively affect your growth. For instance, when a promotion or recruitment opportunity becomes available, they may include you in the conversation. An expert. This is a person who is in your chosen career field with more knowledge, skills, and experience than you. They are in the know on trends and they give insight on how the industry or the organization runs. A mentor or a sponsor. This is a person who is a knowledgeable and trusted advisor. This person is usually a senior in the industry that you are in or your company. They can speak from a place of wisdom and experience, and they serve as a guide along the steps that you take. A peer or a colleague that you can trust. This person is on your level and working through similar situations as you. As a result, they understand your struggles better than anyone else, and you can both offer solutions to help each other navigate through those difficult moments. A spiritual guide. This is someone with whom you share similar religious beliefs, but has more wisdom and knowledge. You can trust them to guide you or to answer questions when you're unsure. They will more than likely pray for you and with you. A cheerleader or a confidant. This is a person who is readily available to cheer you on on your journey. They will pick you up when you fall, assure you when you're in doubt of the choices that you're making. They are people that you can confide in, laugh with, and cry with. A critic. Although we love to have those pats on the back and reassurance, sometimes we need to have those difficult conversations. We need some iron. 
As the saying goes, iron sharpens iron. A critic is someone who says things as they are. As the popular saying goes, the truth sometimes is bitter. This person will tell you the truth, even if it may hurt, but it will be done with love. They will give you an alternative perspective and play the devil's advocate. Unlike a company's board of directors, you don't have to meet with the members of your board at once. Seek their advice whenever it's needed. Although I do recommend that you communicate and continue to nurture the relationship with them outside of when you need something. Go to lunch or have drinks to strengthen the relationship. Also important to have in your circle is a lawyer and a financial advisor. It's not necessary to give them spots on your board unless you find that you need this type of advice often. Expanding your network and having a board of directors increases your chance of success. It also gives you additional opportunities that help you to create tables in your life and business, which will get you one step closer to getting the opulent outcomes that you desire. Nonetheless, you are the CEO of your life and you have the final decision, no matter who you get advice from. I'll leave you with this. Who's on your board? I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining this week's conversation on the Crowned Opulence podcast. I hope you heard something that inspired you, made you laugh, or simply helped you to feel like you weren't alone in this thing called adulting. If you like the show, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean so much to me and it helps the show. To continue this conversation, connect with us on the Crowned Opulence IG and Facebook pages. If you would like to have your favorite mimosa featured as part of the Mimosa of the Week, submit your recipe on crownedopulencepodcast.com. And while you're there, tell me what you would like to talk about on upcoming episodes. Ladies, do something this week to polish another queen's crown. You aren't everyone's glass of champagne and everyone isn't yours. Only those select few are privileged to enjoy you. See you next week.